Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Thank you for joining us. This week's episode is brought to you by Unique's Unicorn Makeovers, where they make you uniquely you. Call 1-888-BE-UNIQUE to get your consultation quote for your uniquely you makeover by Unique and her team of unicorns today. <laughs> Speaking of makeovers, this week we're talking He's All That, which is a remake of the 1999 hit She's All That. Starring Addison Ray as Paget Sawyer, a high school internet makeover queen whose videos often go viral, and Tannen Buchanan as Cameron Queller, the unpopular and emotionally inaccessible classmate who Paget is determined to give the ultimate makeover. So, Tammy, what did you think? Was he all that, all of that, or none of that? None of that. <laughs> what? <laughs> So unique. Um, so this is what, what happens you when you cast somebody who don't got no acting skills just because they happen to be a TikTok star. Because she was the weakest link of the whole movie. Oh, so I guess you hadn't heard. Um, Netflix gave her a multi-picture deal. Yeah, because she's a TikTok star. <laughs> it's I... not because she's talent. It's not. It's not because she can act. It's because she's a TikTok star. She'll, she'll bring her fans to whatever she decides to do for Netflix. That don't mean she's good. I don't disagree with that point. I think her having an already built-in fan base and probably based on the types of movies um, that they're going to um, make for her or that she's going to be cast in, I agree with that assessment. Um I guess I something we were just talking about. I guess I'm a little bit more um, forgiving of first of bad first takes. You know how I feel pilots and stuff. I don't think she was absolutely horrible, especially considering it was her first movie role. Um, do so. I'm willing to give her a chance to see if she, with some coaching and some, you know, some time, if she will get better. So the jury's still out on that, but I. I don't think she was necessarily the weakest link of the whole movie. Um, for me, that was the script. And usually you have one or the other. The script can hide bad acting sometimes, a better script, and better acting can hide a bad script. Um, they usually, one or the other usually covers the flaws, but in this case, they were both bad, if that makes sense. So I'm right, and you're also right. <laughs> Yeah, two things can okay. be true. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> no. um, she's all that is like one of my favorite, favorite teen movies um, growing up. Very, very excited when I heard that they were doing a remake with the reverse um, gender roles. Um, I would have felt better if they had casted somebody, I'm sorry, who could act. Um I know it's her first role, but you also told me that she probably took acting classes and that's the best that came out of those acting classes. So, I mean, <laughs> she gonna need some more work than that. Um, I don't see the improvement of it. I think she's just going to ride on the fact that she's a TikTok star on all of these roles that she's going to get. And then at some point they're going to dry up. Um, but yeah, I was excited. I was disappointed. The script was horrible. I'll, I'll give you that. Very, very cliche and not like fun cliches, but just like boring block cliches. And I was just like, are you serious? Um, but yeah, and I watched it twice. So yeah, I did too. The second time, not by choice. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, I, yeah, this this was a hard one. It was disappointing. I was cautiously optimistic in my um, excitement uh, when I heard that they were doing a remake because to me, um, you know, I guess by box office standards, he all uh, that wasn't just this great, great big hit, but it was a hit. It was. It, it was one of my favorites as well. And I love the original cast, like Freddie Prince Jr., Rachel Lee Cook, Paul Walker. I think this was Paul, that was Paul Walker's first acting role, if I'm not mistaken, or one of his And first. look how great he did compared to this one. Yeah, and then, you know, that movie also had a lot of people in it. Uh, Gabrielle Union, Dulé Hill, um, you know, this goes on and on. But Rachel Lee Cook and Matthew Lillard, they did not reprise the exact same roles that they play, played in the original but they were also in the remake, which I thought was a cute shout out, um, but also a waste. <laughs> uh, because I think, I don't know, maybe, even though it wasn't necessarily about them, I still feel like it was underutilized. And I guess I feel one of two ways. I think it may have been more successful if they would have just made this movie its own thing instead of trying to give those cute little shout outs to the original that didn't quite work for me. Um, and I and I think we talked about it, like that dance scene at the end at the prom. You were like, you remember? Yeah, yeah. So I I just kind of think you know they they could have. I understand the premise and I understand the shout outs to the original, but they didn't all necessarily work for me. So uh, what I about like, you? I like the Rachel Lee Cook. Um, I think she did a great job with the small role. I like the fact that it wasn't a big role and it wasn't a significant role. It was just kind of like you said, a shout out to the first movie, um, as well as like hearing Matthew Lillard's voice throughout the movie and then only seeing him at the end. Um, so I have no problem with uh, having um, those small, like, you know, um, parts. I, I do think like the other parts that they tried to include, like the dance, the dance, the dance off that they did at the end was ridiculous. It was horrible. Um, you know, but the actual like shout out to like the previous characters, I thought it was cute. Yeah. And I guess I, don't get me wrong. I, I, I agree. It was cute, but I think maybe because the movie was so bad, it just made me more nostalgic and miss the other one. Um, so much more, but I, I, and I'm glad that they didn't have a big, too big of a role because it wasn't about them. But I think like they missed out on some opportunities um, to to pick up on some things um, that they really didn't address in the original um, because of the time. Like the bullying was epic in the original. Going back in, did you re did you ever rewatch the original? Not before I watched the new one, no. Okay. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't want to make that comparison, so I didn't watch it before I watched the original because I was like, that would just set this one up for failure. So um, I waited till after, and I was like, wow. Um, but some of the things, like the bullying in the first one, they just kind of ignored it here. Um, and I guess you know, I think especially in today's society and with the audience that you're catering to, that was a drop. You kind of dropped the ball on that one. Um, even maybe some of Zach's anxiety from their first one, which things they didn't talk about too much because it was the 90s and no one really dealt with it. Um, I think given today's society, they could have, you know, told 
they just had an opportunity to tell so many different stories, so many better stories, even with the whole TikTok viral thing. I they get I get what they were kind of trying to do with it, with the whole kind of like be yourself thing. But to me, they still just dropped the ball storytelling wise. And they had so much um, they had so much gold to mine from. And we ended up with with brass like, you know, so <laughs> what about you? What do you think? Um, let me see. I don't think that it was, it was just everything like the chemistry, the, um, the fakeness of it all, uh, the fact that you think your friends didn't know that you were poor, um, that you were running to the door before they came and picked you up. Um, the fact that your friend was okay when she was being mean to everybody else because you and the other friend were really nice. And then when she turned on you, all of a sudden you're so, they were so shocked that she was a bitch. And I'm just like, but she's been a bitch. So, so it was only when she turned and now she's a bitch to you um, would be the situation uh, that happened um the whole like ex-boyfriend thing like I'm like really is that still a thing where girls fall for that and make excuses for idiocy like oh gosh, unfortunately teenagers. yeah it is <laughs> with, with teenagers even some adult grown women yes um you know we we still make excuses for the idiocy um yeah, I now speaking of ex-boyfriends, I did like the ex-boyfriend. He was one of my favorite characters from Girl Meets World. And it took us a while. It took me a while. It wasn't until the second time I watched it that I realized that that was Peyton Mayer or Meyer um, playing Jordan, whatever his name was, his original name. Wasn't his original name Jordan being Dick? No, it was Dickman. Oh, Jordan Dickman. Yeah. And then they changed it. But um so I shout out to the boyfriend and his ridiculous wannabe TikTok acting, uh, rapping career. Yeah, you're going to um, shout him out on your own. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like, just, I didn't like uh -huh. the character, but I do like the actor. And, it, you know, so he was one that once I figured because I, when I saw him, I was like, oh, he looks so familiar. And I could never figure out who it was. And when we watched it together, we were just like, oh, Okay, it was the light bulb that went off that, you know, so I, I'm just going to give him a shout out for nostalgia's sake and girl meets world. But yeah, his character was utterly I love I love Lucas up until they messed up who he was going to end up with. But um, I did like the character Lucas on girl meets world. So I was definitely shocked that this was him. It was completely different from the character that he played in the previous show. But yeah, he's, um, he's He's definitely grown up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, he, he's, 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 yeah, he's grown up. I'm going to need him to uh, pick better roles, but, um, <laughs> but I like this. I liked his, I liked, uh, what was his name? Cameron's sister. I liked his sister. I liked Quinn. Um, Nisha was cool because she always had her best friends back. So that was really, really cool. Um, Alden was like, I guess a, typical teenage bitch so um you know she played the role well although it's so funny to see like how much she's grown up from the last time I ever noticed her in anything which was in the game plan I believe it is with the rock so um I would say those were like my favorite characters of the movie that I could choose um 
Oh my God, you left out Jessica Miles Torres, played by the one and only like Courtney Kardashian. Yeah, I left her out. <laughs> but I thought she was your favorite. Courtney Kardashian? I don't do Kardashians. I don't even joke about liking <laughs> Kardashians. They get nothing. Uh, I, yeah, I I liked Nisha. She was probably my favorite um, as far as all around characters. Her and the other one, Quinn, um, who played our like best friend, her other best friend, who wasn't Alden and Nisha. Um, other, it was it was just really, really hard to for me to find um, great things that I liked about the movie. I tried. I really did try. You were right when you said they, it was cliche and not in a good way. Um, it no. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I did have it, a favorite scene, though. What was your favorite scene? Um, I would say, like, my favorite scene is when she actually does the whole makeover of him. And he comes out. And he looks really good. Not to say, I mean, they made him like look very like homely and everything like that in the beginning. Um, but you knew he was going to turn out to be a really good looking dude. And he did. Like when he came out with his whole, you know, uh, Gatsby outfit, I was just like, oh. Or also when he took his shirt off and you realized that he had a ridiculous body underneath those those outfits that they had him in. But um, yeah, that would be my favorite scene is when like she made him over and he walked out and like that whole thing where you realize she was just like, oh shoot, like, yeah, I'm gone. Like I've completely fallen for him. So there were some good parts about it. The whole thing, I mean, I really wouldn't tell people to watch it. <laughs> I've done it for you, but um, there were some parts that I did enjoy watching. Yeah, I think my favorite scene is with the grandma when they were talking sex and then she was like, until you can't do it and you realize how long it's been since you haven't done it. Oh, yeah. And they were just like, grandma. Um, but, uh, gosh, did I have a favorite scene? Um, ooh, that's a struggle. I don't know. I, I guess I like the scene... In when in the trailer, uh, when they in the beginning when they broke up when she was just going off and she was throwing her whatever the fancy French dessert that she made and that was one of the things I wanted to know like because um, when they were talking like when you said it took four years for her best friends to know that she wasn't rich and all that like you never brought you never invited them over to your house for a sleepover and they were never concerned um, they never stepped foot in your house. Um, so that was something that I was like, oh, okay. But if she, if her fans, if she made this whatever that dessert was, I can't pronounce it. I want to call it Bogan Bush or whatever. But if she made that on TikTok live, wouldn't her friends or wouldn't her fans notice the disparity between her bedroom and the kitchen in which she made this Bogan Bush? Because the kitchen was not fancy at all. It it wasn't even anything that would like. You know, so did she use a filter the whole time or what? Because, you know, the kitchen was very, not very even small. think that. Yeah, because I, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, huh? How are you living this double life? Because once you see it, because that's one of the things I commented on. Like, I loved her bedroom. And I get that. A lot of kids make up their bedrooms to look really nice because that's their sanctuary. And that's where they spend most of their time. So I, I understand that. And you, you had your TikTok money or whatever. 
But then when you went out and you make this bogan bouche and you're like, as y'all saw, I made that dessert. Like, if they were there while you were baking this thing, didn't they see, like, no one ever picked up on that? So, you know. Hmm. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, you know, she had good camera work or something. I never... <laughs> I, like, like it, it just, it, it's certain things like that. Like, I'm just like, huh? Like, that just don't make no sense. Yeah. It, and... it doesn't make any sense. Like, it, it was, like, you have the most popular guy in school, and he's a fucking idiot. Um, and he's not even, like, an athlete in it. Like, he, he's just an idiot who just happens to be really, really rich. And I'm just like, who wants that? Who wants that? Like really? Like you're fighting over the fact that he has he has followers? Like, and the thing and, is, like the teenagers I know are not on that level. So I understand that there's teenagers out there, and I guess the richer you are, maybe the more shallow you are. I don't know. I'm not going to throw out that stereotype, really. Um, but the teenagers that I've spoken to, that is not like on their mind. Now, granted, they're all about like TikTok and social media and being an influencer and everything like because they don't understand how hard it is to get there. But, um, yeah, it just seems really fake to me, like not realistic. Once again, didn't I say that about the last uh, one that we did? But yeah, it didn't seem very realistic, like Kissing Booth 3. And yeah, and that's my thing. I'm, <laughs> you in the realistic, it kind of kills me. Like we're talking about movies and it, it so I'm not. I, there has to be a sense of realism I get that but I'm not going for like it has to be a hundred percent realistic but the thing that got me about it was hey I, and I'm with you the, the the teenagers that I've talked to they're not all based on like followers and everything in here was about followers and I understand when you're that's your business but it's like oh I lost a follower or I lost this many followers or I can't be your friend because you only have so many followers you know um, now, one she of the was still at like a nine hundred and fifty. Did you notice that though? She was still at yeah, like nine hundred and fifty thousand followers. But yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> you know, it's not like she bled a million followers in one day, and so and that was also kind of unrealistic to me. Is like how everyone like he. It was obvious he on camera, and she had more followers than him. So Alden was the bitch, and she left the camera running. I get that, but. Everyone saw you walk in on your boyfriend cheating on you, okay? And you actually have a real moment, so that would make you lose followers and become unpopular? Even though you, like, your image that you were portraying would mean that you wouldn't lose followers because they would be on your side. So how yeah. is it that they would just flip on you and then all of a sudden start following him? Like, that, that's what I mean by... I don't mean it should be 100% realistic. I get that. We're watching a movie. But it's based in real. It's based in realism. And I'm like, the what was going on, no matter what school they were at, it was not realistic. Like, I'm sorry, but the fans that she has, I don't see her fans turning their backs on her and leaving her in droves just because she had a bubble of snot coming out her uh, her nose as she's cursing her boyfriend that she just caught cheating on her. Like, I just don't see it happening. <laughs> I don't either. Like that part, I agree with you as far as the realism, like injecting moments of realism. If anything, that would have given her more followers because once that went viral, 
people who didn't even follow her would have started following her or would have been like on her side, like you grow girl, you don't need that loser. If anything, he would have been the one to lose followers. So uh, as far as realism goes, yes, I, I agree with you on that part. That was ridiculous. Like, so, um, and Cameron, for him to be so smart, it's like, how are you so fucking stupid? I get that you don't want that. Okay. You don't believe in college. You don't want to go to college, but in this day and age, where we don't have a livable minimum wage, what the fuck are you going to do without a college education? Well, did they ever announce the... that he was smart? Because I didn't get that. I, she I was got that he was. She was the smart one because she, you know, because she was. But I, I got that he was smart. I think he was smart. I just don't think he cared enough to really. He was one of those. I'm too school too cool for school kids but I'm also an asshole about it right because none of that shit matter like college doesn't matter your grades doesn't matter like it's all arbitrary you know up so until you're living get... in a shack because you can't afford a house exactly like he wasn't Jordan he wasn't an idiot like on Jordan's level I I kind of sense that he was really smart he just all thought it was arbitrary, so he never really applied himself more than what he had to. Arbitrary. Like, that's the SAT word of the day, y'all. <laughs> you know, and like it, how the hell are you gonna travel the world with no money, bruh? Well, his daddy was rich. I assumed his daddy was he his daddy had good money. Living in Switzerland, his choice. Yes. Living in Switzerland, you know, they make good money in Switzerland. And, um, you know, I'm sure, like, his dad was the one supporting them, not necessarily grandma. They wasn't living off of grandma's pension or anything like that. At least that's not what, that, you know, that's not the idea that I got. Um, so even though he said college was, you know, for losers or whatever, you know, too cool for school, um, like, how much money were you making taking care of horses? <laughs> morning before school like how many hours did you have to wake up in order to put in some real hours to make some money to take a trip around Europe not to one country in Europe he wanted to go all over Europe yeah he did and <laughs> plus I'm assuming that you know they got some money from their mother's life insurance may she rest dying in that horribly tragic accident that they could have found. <laughs> and I'm sorry, we are not psychopaths. This is a moment that I have to announce we are not psychopaths. We already talked about this, y'all. And we both had like a moment of like disbelief that of all, the, I mean, this is the one point where I felt like they could have went full cliche on this, right? Mama died in a car accident because she was hit by a drunk driver, you know, and left the kids behind. Like, I'm all for that. But mama died because she was riding in a plane that was too small. <laughs> yeah, she was in a prop plane. Basically like a paper plane, right? Like basically yeah. like a paper plane. With her boyfriend or something. I guess they went out to see the sunrise or the sunset. Maybe he was going to propose. I don't know. But it was ridiculous and kind of random. And I think, I guess because they lived in Montana or Wyoming or someplace like that, that we're supposed to be like, oh, Okay, so I mean, no, just out of no. all the, out of all the random accidents, um, it, and it seemed random. And I get, you know, I, yeah, they could have just found another way to 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 make that happen. Um, 
So, yeah, maybe that's how he was traveling and living. And, you know, he just liked taking care of horses because they did live in a rural area like that. So he was used to it. And, and, that, and you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like there's so many different ways they could have taken this story, still, still played on some of the cliche high school teen movie tropes um, and made it their own. And they did not. They dropped the ball in so many ways. Like we've had so many ugly duckling stories and quote unquote ugly duckling stories. And this one, for it to be based on one of the most classic ones of all time, this one fell horribly short. It was bad, like really bad. And I was so, I was so mad that it was bad. I was like, ah. See, that's why. I mean, like at this point, like I'll take love don't cost a thing. No, um, which you know wasn't the greatest, but I'll take that over this nonsense. Like it was, it was a popularity thing. I think that um, they went for the popularity factor on casting Addison Ray because you know she has such a huge fan base um i do think it probably would have been better if it was somebody who can act who could have acted better in the role but also like you said the script was just you know it just wasn't up to par um so i'm like while it was her first acting gig was it the first writing gig for the people who wrote the movie i don't know you know that should be researched on you know is it their first time writing a movie and this is what they turned out like they're gonna have to learn as they go along um but yeah no <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was definitely it, definitely a disappointment yeah it, it was and you're kind of thinking you know Freddie Prince Jr. doesn't act he doesn't do a lot of acting anymore and so I was like but I thought I would at least think oh you know for nostalgia's sake what like him just showing up for a cameo but then once you see it I'm like yeah I'm with Freddie Prince Jr. Um, they sent me this script nah bro I'm good <laughs> And I'm not saying huh. that's what happened. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that's what happened, but I would have been like, okay, um, because the throwbacks to the original, as far as the actors, were probably the best things about this movie. Um, you know, it made me want to see Matthew Lillard shot out Brock, his his character from the original, and do that stupid, ridiculous dance or something, just to make this one a little bit more entertaining. Um, speaking of entertaining, what did you think of the fight scene at the party? You talking about the one where Cameron put his mama's camera down on the ground rather than giving it to his sister? Yeah. And then he just happened to know how to fight? Yeah. Um, I thought nothing. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was stupid. It was stupid. Like- it, it was ridiculous. And they got ridiculous. mad at her. Why you got mad at her? Why, why you got mad at her? You don't want to put the camera down. Yeah, and no, what was ridiculous was homeboy took off his shirt. <laughs> like, why are you taking off his shirt? I don't know. That's for me to know and you to find out. Find out. <laughs> he he had to take off his shirt to show us that he had a body. Yeah, because they okay, already did. So, they already did Cameron's body, so you know they had to show that. Yeah, he had a body too. Well, they we saw his body because at the beginning when he was filming his video about the rough gang life, oh, you right. He was, like, yeah, he was shirtless. The next to Gwyneth Paltrow, you know. But, okay, so having an honest, like, (laughs) reply to the whole fight scene, I thought it was ridiculous on how he thought that he was going to fight to defend his sister's honor. Like, the actual scene was that Addison brought y'all to the party, 
Okay, that's number one. I have a huge thing about girl code, like huge thing about girl code. So she brings you to the party. All right. You already saw what her ex-boyfriend did to her. Um, then you kind of see like the little argument that they have where she curses him out before walking away. You walk up and he's like, well, hey, let's go get a drink. And you're like, OK. And then you get a drink. He starts kissing you. You start making out and, you know, his hand just starts to kind of go places because he's trying to see how far he can go. And you tell him to stop. And then you hit him. Like, you don't even wait for him to stop. You just hit him. And then you run out. And basically, they're saying, like, oh, this was sexual assault. Like, this was assault. And I, I just, like, I'm sorry, y'all. That Like, it wasn't. Like, at least how she explained it. We weren't there. We did not get a scene of it. But how she explained it, I was just like, huh? Yeah, it it it, it didn't make it, it it did not make sense, which leads up to the fight that did not make sense because your sister must have left some stuff out. Like she must have left some stuff out. Like, okay, I'm with you. Um, we'll talk about that first, and I guess back to the fight. I'm with you, especially, and that's one. That's one of the areas where they did too much, but not enough. And. Like I said earlier, you have so much gold in today's society, especially with all the things that teens are going through. Even back in rewatching the original, things, shit that it was still going on, it just wasn't talked about. There was stuff that we, you could go for, to the original movie, things that were not addressed just because of the time. Um, and you could, you could tell that story today, you know. But with this, with sexual assault, especially amongst teenagers, being such a big deal for you to kind of make light of it and to 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 frame it in that situation was mm-hmm. horrible, um, especially with it being so serious, you know, um, and it what happened the way it was described was not assault. It, and I'm not just I'm never going to justify it. But it, y'all were making out, his hands went to your butt as y'all were making out. You told him to stop, and you, hit, like you said, you hit him with the. As you were telling him ball. to stop. It's not like you told, like, how she made it seem was that, like, she told him to stop and she hit him at the same time. Yeah. Or she told him but to stop. But you shouldn't have kissed him. She told him to stop, he stopped, and she hit him. I yeah, don't like, know. Like, you should, it, you should it, have never it, kissed him. You should yeah, have known. Was, like, it was so unmurky. It was so murky, yeah. so questionable. And it's like, why are you even putting that in there? Like, if it wasn't, if it wasn't true, like we already knew he was an asshole. You know, it would have been better if you weren't in there making out with him willingly and he just walked up to you and grabbed you on your ass and you turned around and smacked him. That would have been a better reason for you to run out yelling, you know, that he did something to you rather than it. it it was just bad. And I'm like, this makes, this takes an already complicated, hard situation and makes it so much worse. Like that was one of the most egregious things, another SAT word, sorry, about the movie to me. It, it was horrible, um, you know? And then the fight that ensued because of that, you have your most prized possession, the camera that your mom left you um, when she died, one of the few things you have left of her. and. And you're standing next to a pool, a pool to your sister or your de facto girlfriend or your best friend who's also standing there. 
you put it on the ground right next to the pool. And then you get mad at her because your camera got ruined. Yeah. So, so. yeah, it was, it was a lot of questionable, very, very questionable, like scenes and everything like that. Um, you know, even like at the end with the whole, it, it was the prom, right? Um, with the whole prom situation and, um, so you have the prom situation and then he's supposed to ride up on a horse. Like, come on, come on. You drove, you like, you rode the horse, you drove the horse to the school, got the horse out of the, uh, what does it call it? The horse trailer? The trailer. That's what I was looking for. You got the horse out of the trailer and then you were going to ride into the school like a uh, Prince Charming? Come on. No, no. I think it would have been cute because that was their thing. Like she taught him how to horseback ride. He taught her how to horseback ride. And she, it, it was something that she really liked. Like that was an honest moment. That was something. And, and I guess. Not it to ride a horse into the school. He was just going to show that he was cool. I think if they would have carried That's it cool. off, I think it would have been cute. Like, because it was something between them. So I don't necessarily have a problem with that. And he explains why they drove. At least that was one realistic thing. He's like, if we would have gotten caught driving a horse down to 105 or whatever, um, then I think I would have gotten a ticket. Right? You should have just left the, the horse way. at home. Just leave the horse at home. <laughs> leave the horse at home. Walk him behind in. Because if, if he had just came, if he had just came rather than having to load the horse into the trailer, then he would have been there on time. And it could have been an even better scene of them in the gym than the scene that we got. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The horse was was pointless. But that's just my opinion. I, oh gosh, I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm being forced to agree with you almost again. Yes, the way they pulled it off, the horse was pointless. Um, A, you could have either had him fully ride the horse into the school and pull out that awesome romantic moment. Or you could have had him leave the horse and come in and complete a different scene. Um, but again, I think, I guess they were trying to throw back to the original where they never connect, where Zach and Lainey never actually connected at the prom. It was after the prom where they connected. So I, but again, I think either you were going to be true to the root, if, to me, it almost would have been better if they would have if they would have been more true to the original and just changed the gender roles and kind of updated it for today, rather than trying to make something that doesn't that has no identity of its own. Because again, that made no the whole scene made no sense. At least at the end, you got a, an awesome, you know, scene. Um, and a kiss and the pretty lights and all that other stuff. And, you know, she ended up uh, blowing the foghorn and um, I forgot Paul Walker's character's name, Ear, and left him with a uh, hearing problem. So, it, it, yeah, this movie was just bad all the way around. I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> so, um, yes, Tammy was right. We watched it so you don't have to. Please, please don't watch this movie. And I guess it's a preference. Huh? skip it yeah definitely skip it it is none of that um so how would you rate this movie what is it is it is it on a scale of one to milan is it worse zero to milan is it worse than milan it's worse than milan 
Oh gosh. I mean, I'm going to I'm I'm rate it like I was going to give it a higher score. And then as we were talking, <laughs> oh, shit. just the, the feelings that I had had dissipate over time came back up. So now it's been lowered than where it was when we first started this conversation. OK, um, but I'm going to give it a one point five popcorns. OK, one point five popcorns. I mean, somebody bumped into me majority of my popcorn fell onto the ground and I was just so upset I didn't even go see my movie I went home that's exactly how I'm rating it it made me go home damn mm -hmm. yep and then oh. and then what's gonna happen is it's just gonna make me go on YouTube and look at some clips and keep it moving damn it was really bad acting like I'm so disappointed. I was so excited. I'm the one that put it on the list. I was really excited because I love the original. But yeah, 1.5. That, that's what I'm giving it. What about you, Eddie? I can't remember if Mulan was a 1.5 or a 1.25 for me. I always, every time I, every time I think about Mulan, I want to lower it. I'm like, whatever I rated, it was just too high. <laughs> oh, I rated Mulan 1.5. You rated Mulan a 2. And then I think I went back and changed it. You changed it to a 1.75. Oh, God. I think I need to go lower. <laughs> like, every time I slide the scale. Um, but, yeah, this, this this one ranks up there with Mulan for me. Um, it gets a 1.75. Like, um, it was bad. And the only reason why it got, it, I rated it so high is just out of nostalgia. Um, yeah, you know, I was I was excited for um, the, the the having Rachel Lee Cook and Matthew Lillard in it just kind of brought back memories from the old one, and I kept wishing, wanting to watch the old one and like do something to real. But yeah, it was bad. Um, I I definitely would not recommend this. Not even if you're bored. Like if it's something you're turning on to maybe fall asleep to, that's one thing. But this movie was horrible. <laughs> um, horrible. So, but yeah. I will say, that, okay, so the one good thing about it, which made me give it a 1.5, um, is I like the music. Yeah, it did have music. And that was another throwback. I, I, I'm glad you brought that up real quick. Um, the one one great throwback is they used the original song, Kiss Me, by Sixpence None the Richer. So, uh, you know, that that was truly cool. Um, that was a cute moment. But, yeah, and the soundtrack was pretty decent, too, so... Um, but other than that, you can just go to whatever music service you have and listen to the soundtrack and skip the movie because it is bad. Um, yeah. All right. Um, and if you want to watch something, I would say go watch the original. <laughs> but so that does it for this week's episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. Please be sure to listen, like, follow and comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. You can also keep up to date on the latest in entertainment and pop culture news, as well as other amazing kernels of pop culture goodness at the Popcorn Wind Down. Check out the new and improved daily wind down. That's it. That's the plug. Pop, pop, pop. I am still trying to negotiate my popcorn sound effect. My lawyer should be in the process of contacting Tammy about fulfilling her duties as the sound effect person. Why don't be rolling your eyes at me through the screen, through the internet? I'm letting you be a, be you. Go ahead. 
She's ignoring me until we'll she gets that to, summons. We'll go all the way to this, um, the Supreme Court and they'll just throw her off the case. <laughs> oh, shit. No, this this stupid court, it might be up Kavanaugh's alley. It might be the one case he actually wants to hear. Oh, God. <laughs> well, thank you as always, and be sure to join us next week when we discuss. Oh, I'm so excited for this one Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Are you excited? I am. It was a really good movie. All right. So until next time, I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Bye. Peace.